1: on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com Happy Thursday to everybody. This is
2: old school J. Foreman, Austin Norman. We are live at 1040 O Street. We are old school. Brought to you by the Mercado. Certified Piedmontese, special ingredients at Butcher Shop 84th and Havelock and 30th and Yankee Hill are the locations of the stores in Lincoln. And with the, without further ado uh, a little more uh, crisp wind today but we're still playing with house money that I'd like to Call it with uh, the good weather. Great weather, actually, that's going to continue to get better and better all the way up until through Tuesday. Then next Wednesday, we get a little bit of reality check. But, you know, a lot's going on. Obviously, we got Husker Hoops that came uh, through like champions uh, last night. Not like champions, but came through like they, they should and had to break through on a, a road win. Um, they got a lot of good tread in what we'll talk about as far as NIL. Uh, Jay Bill has had his... Um, he's been consistent, but, you know, he really uh, was in the forefront of it. Nick Saban as well. I think he's going to try to have a big influence um, and leave a really good, you know, mark on college football, you know, before, you know, he kind of obviously kicks the bucket. But um, you never want to talk about that. But, you know, it's the second part or the lasting part of his legacy. Um, You got a little bit of more NFL free agent news. Obviously, you know, on NFL front, the big thing was Justin Fields. Unfollowed the the Chicago Bears mainly, and then he said the NFL. Then he had the analogy of, you know, you can mess with you're most likely to be dating or messing with a girl that you don't follow versus the one you follow. Um, I think he was on it with uh, Saint Brown from yeah. uh, Detroit. Now, I don't both know. Of them. Okay, both of the brother Brown mm-hmm. brothers, both receivers. It was interesting because I, I read his body language more than anything. Um, it was pretty. Uh, he was pretty. You know um there's a lot of information in there and if you really listen to it um how he talked glowingly about Atlanta's um defense and offense and and he Mm -hmm. there's something to it um so we'll dive into that we've always been through this before 10 million times with pocket Hercules um (laughs) you know decided to unfollow the Arizona Cardinals and then he got paid but I don't think that's gonna happen for Justin Fields so we got a little bit of that going on and then also there's an interesting um uh, I guess article Austin as far as the basketball we'll, we'll jump into this after a Husker basketball um after we do Th- Thirsty Thursday's but it says a uh, 2024 coaching hot seat from Ohio State to UNLV the top jobs and candidates and more mm-hmm. and and uh, obviously with Creighton having a breakthrough, breakthrough victory um and McDermott tied to the Ohio State job sometimes you could be so tied to a job Uh, that it doesn't work out that well, and then either you talk yourself out of it or the people that decide whether to offer you the job, um, they negotiate themselves out of it. So, you know, we got a little power pack day on a Thursday. Um, We also have some uh, C2, C1, B Mm sub-districts. Austin did inform me of what that means. Essentially, they're in the round of 32, Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, look, it's onward outwards, man. I got some kids that, you know, play for me in the summer or, and have played for me in the past. They're playing tonight. And so try to jump out there and see them as well. So a lot going on. Me and Nick are on a call tomorrow for a uh, district final in the, in the girls' final here in the A6. Uh, Lincoln Pius
3: X. Shocker. P- right. Shocker. Nick called a Pius game. Oh, yeah.
2: And wanting to be there. Yeah. Um, it's mm-hmm. hot in that gym, too. Oh, uh, they need. We get, need to get. It's a little toasty. Yeah, it does. So, uh, LeBron would be cramping up. Yeah, the Spurs turned that AC off yeah. in twenty fourteen. Yeah, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would. And uh, your boy from Duke, that's battle of cramps too. He said he used to. Oh, lose, Apollo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lose seven pounds during the game. So, they they play Southeast nights um, in the uh, district final. So it should be a big game. Um, I think uh, Pius hosted one last year because they got upset by North Star. That's and, right. Uh, North Star ended up making it. So. Good brand of basketball coming down the stretch. As um, fast as things start in high school sports, they end very quickly. But nevertheless, everything's going to be covered on the on the ticket. And then Saturday night, I think, um, uh, Derek Pearson and Coach Renee Saunders will be on the call. Is it Saturday or Sunday? I think it's Sunday because it's twenty fifth. We'll be on the call for the uh, Supernovas against the Orlando Valkyries. Valkyries, right? Yeah. So there we go. We, we always something going on. The ticket we got ticket week nights uh as well every night. So um Austin you know just you know the the, the basketball team men's basketball team was you obviously talked about as they should uh about the game last night. Uh you couldn't have you couldn't have started the game better or have a better first half, you know, for the basketball team Go in 51-31, up by 20. And then, you know, you have the typical slow start in the second half. And I, and I don't really think it was anything that Indiana did. I think it was more what Nebraska didn't do.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, it got down to, you know, they ch- chopped it all the way down to th- uh, three? Three, three. 59-56. And that's a big, and, and it was really quick, though. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I felt like there was some suspect calls for Indiana. Indiana's a bigger physical team. Mm-hmm. And there was at one point in time... Nebraska had six fouls and Indiana had one. And it seemed like every time they got within an Indiana or a Nebraska defender got close to an Indiana uh offensive player, it was a foul. Well then they started making and ones. Then they started hitting a couple threes. And then next thing you know, you're in this tailspin and Nebraska missed some shots, probably had a couple, I think Casey had a it was a deep three he probably shouldn't have taken, but it was great to kinda of stop the run you know, those are run stoppers, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and got it all the way down to three. You know, a timeout, Fred uh had it with when they were only up by eight, boom, three, then another two. You're up by you're only up by three, come down. And the damn you know, the, the flood stopper was uh Williams probably about 15, 16 footer right at the elbow, a little bit outside the elbow. Um, and it was a quick in the in the shot clock, and I think mm-hmm. they, they started to get hold hold of the game after that.
3: He needed to hit that one. Right. Yeah. He needed to hit that one, otherwise I Almost guarantee it that Indiana goes down and ties the game right. on the other end. That's just how college basketball works. It ha- it's how momentum works. It is that was a quick shot? Bryce was playing essentially one on two in, in secondary kind of
4: transition,
3: yeah. but he was in rhythm.
4: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
3: Right. And that's kind of the the trust that you have to have in Nebraska's veteran players in that I think we've seen less bad shots from Nebraska this year than even last year, than even the year before that. Nebraska's got guys that can cook one-on-one. Casey yeah. will take an audacious one. Rink will you know, get in his bag a little bit sometimes. Bryce Williams too. Right. But that's a situation where if you're Fred Hoiberg, your first instinct is probably to have control, to slow down, yeah. put your mark on the game by saying, hey, look at the play I called to get us a bucket and stop the run. Right. And instead, what he did was he trusted his team to get a stop down at the other end, you trust the guy that he goes and gets out of the transfer portal. Great, you know, American Conference player last year. Just lets him go to work, yeah. right? He created separation. He got an in-rhythm jumper in a spot that he's comfortable. He took it. He hit it. Then from there, that bucket sparks a 14-2 to two run. You're back up by 15 points right. just like that.
2: Yeah, game time. And, and, you know, really, the secondary break shots, as a coach, I'm sure he doesn't get really upset with as long as they're good shots. Mm-hmm. I think some of the shots were... So we settled for three threes too much, especially at the beginning of the second half, because we were extremely hot in the first half. Um, couldn't hit a broadside of a barn, and we had some that kind of rimmed out or whatever. And I think it was that rim down there, because then we got to the free throw line. We couldn't. We were bricking free throws
3: specifically, Jawan, yeah. not to put I anyone mean, on blast, but yeah. well, one of five, my man. Well,
2: well, the the microphones picked up the boom dump. That's a bad shot. It was. It was so I, I wonder if it was something. The optics looking behind, you know, messed up the depth perception, but
3: messed up Khalil Ware too, though.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Every, I mean, even Indiana in the first half, they couldn't have brought side of a barn. Um, but I just think that, you know, Nebraska did a good job. Bryson Williams, who I think, was the X factor in this game. He played really good in the first time, first game, played it excellent again, uh, shut, shut down Galloway again, mm-hmm. even, maybe even more this time, mm-hmm. killed him to, I think, the six or eight points.
3: Four four six turnovers, depending yeah. which box score you look at.
2: Exactly. So I mean, it's, it's exactly what you wanted. So mm-hmm. our style matches up well against them. And I think Bryson Williams, the the, the play that I, I I was surprised, you know, the backdoor door oop. I didn't know he had that type of explosiveness because he's mm-hmm. always kind of playing in rhythm and and kind of doing his thing, especially being a legit six seven. And then the block where he was counting the steps, and it was a clean block, and he knew to block it with the inside hand, which would have been his left hand. Uh, bad move by the Indiana guard of trying to hit it high off the glass when you don't have the height to do it, and you shot it so late. So mm-hmm. that those are that was the game dagger in the heart, you know, or a game da- or the dagger in the heart type of play. Um, and it was good for them to get over the hump. And but also people need to understand is that, um, you know, Rutgers they played well. I think they played too much in a hurry down the stretch. Last four or five minutes of regular uh, regulation, ran out of gas in overtime. But Mm -hmm. most for the most part, they played well. Illinois, they played well. Just then, Illinois was is a little bit better at them in some positions and played better that day at that Mm -hmm. at certain positions. Minnesota is just you just let off the gas, right? And last night was almost that. So when you start to look at okay, their road woes, they've actually performed pretty well. You could even argue that when they went up to Wisconsin and got beat they they were doing the right things they just got beat they weren't hitting shots right they had some guys in and out of the lineup and and so the rhythm was off so i think they've learned from all those i think they got you know there's no more excuses you know now you just got to go out there and play well and like i said just like we talked about the women's team the schedule the situation sets up well for them to finish strong and that's what you want and that's what <laughs> nebraska hasn't been able to do notoriously so why do you want to finish strong you want to, first of all your lasting impression is is what you want right it's not it's usually mm-hmm. everybody's like your your initial impression no it's your lasting one because that's when people start to think about you getting into the big tournament x y and z but then also you want to have recent tape for them to watch your opponents of good basketball mm-hmm. so therefore they're they're not coming out there and thinking okay well they played good early in the season now they're not performing so well so I think it all comes down to it's the mental aspect, physical aspect. Um it would be, you know, we wouldn't be doing our job if we didn't really uh give a lot of props to JaMarcus Lawrence mm-hmm. we, need, we need him in the most 5 of 5 for threes, um excellent game.
3: Six boards, five dimes, yeah. one it, turnover.
2: That that's the game that you want from him. Uh you probably won't get it every game, but you need that type of play uh from him more times than not. And then also Sam Hoiberg. Mm-hmm. and you know rink Mass was struggling a little bit rightfully so because where is a is a problem um but then sam horberg to come back he, or come down and get that steal the heady he plays and it's not just the steals there's a there was a play austin when they had like a 10 point lead and he got his hand on the ball and went out of bounds mm-hmm. those are plays that just take confidence away from you you know what i mean and he's always there he's always competing he's always going to make the right play. There was times that he could have tried to force it on the fast break when he would get his hands on the ball. He'd pull it back out and then get into it. What he's doing is getting some of the guys out of their own way that might jack up a shot too quickly. But then also he's uh, you know controlling the flow of the game, which allowed Jamarcus Lawrence to get busy, mm-hmm. allowed Bryce Williams to get busy, Josiah Alec to shoot the, the corner three. That was probably one of my favorite plays. It was a two-man game between Rink Mass and, and Josiah Alec drive, and kick three. I'm fine with that.
3: And Nebraska needed it. If yeah. Joe doesn't hit that three, they're tied at 56.
2: Right. Before we go to break, you know what it was? You know when he shot it? I was like, oh, no. I was like, man, that's a great shot. <laughs> it's one of those. <laughs> yeah. And, but he was wide open. Right. And he and he's shooting the ball a lot better than he was when he was shooting threes at the beginning of the season.
3: He's much better from the corners than yeah. anywhere else on the court.
2: And But his shot looks better. You can see he's working on it. He has true confidence in it. And so it, it was a little bit quicker in in the shot clock. That was probably like what I was with. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, look, he hit it, nothing but net. So, he, you know, all the way from Bloomington told me to shut
4: up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, neither less, uh, good good win for the team. Um, probably en- enjoyable playing ride right back. Good fan support as well. Um, you know, so it, it's a really, uh, you know, good place for both the basketball teams to be at. And then they got to finish out the game. Start four more games. Finish out strong, get better in each one of them, win them, and then um, you know rest a little bit, and then try to really make some noise. So we got Kevin Meyer here for Thirsty Thursday. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to have Thirsty Thursdays with Kevin Meyer, the first one, first one in a while without Strick. He
4: missed the last. He's two. missing out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's on him though. We're not yeah. keeping him away. It's all yeah. tricky.
2: Yeah. Anyways, Jay Foreman, Austin Norman. We'll be right back.
1: You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay.